it's Alifa and welcome back to the Samuel Scientist podcast. This week's episode is question and answer. So you ask the questions and I answer them. Let's go. Firstly, thank you so much to those who answered me on my Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So I've chosen a couple of questions that I think will really relate to a lot of you guys out there so our first question is how do i learn Samoan? i'm the only plastic one in my family and trying to actively learn well i can definitely relate to this because i'm adopted into a kiwi household and there's no Samoan spoken i've tried a free Samoan language course through pacifica education center now depending where you are they should have free courses um near you i'm based in auckland and i believe they have some free courses around new zealand what's really great about them is that they're free uh they have not only Samoan but like tongan Nguyen, cook island and you have different levels of classes so i took the introduction to Samoan, nganganga Samoa, language of Samoa. i think that's right <laughs> and it's really good because they go through the vowel sounds counting and yeah it's really good and what I really liked about the environment there is that everyone's really understanding and everyone is there for a reason you know you're not just there to muck around or mock other people we're all there and we each have our own reasons that we want to learn and depending on the class that you're in, you have an introduction and then they'll ask you, you know, why are you here? And people will be there for the same reasons. So when I was there, there were actually quite a few uh, mature students. So they said, you know, our parents uh, came, traveled here to New Zealand and then we grew up not speaking the language because it was really frowned upon and, you know, they wanted to fit into New Zealand society. So here they are in their 40s and 50s and now they feel like, well, it's time to learn the language. So you have people like that. We have people like me who are younger and saying, uh, you know, I want to connect with my culture and I want to learn that through the language and then there are other people there who were non-Samoan which was great um, they were there because either their partner was Samoan or that they genuinely had an interest in learning the Samoan language so I thoroughly recommend going to a Samoan language course be it free or not if you really want to learn you'll learn and then afterwards I've I don't know really how to um I'm really the maybe not the best person to ask but I found it hard to be consistent with it outside of the language courses so that's why I moved to Samoa so you can move to Samoa if you want to <laughs> you'll learn a lot when you move over there but outside of the language courses I think just being getting over the fear and really immersing yourself in cultural activities so if you have a like a family funeral or family wedding sometimes they might do a traditional wedding and then they'll have um Samoan speeches there so there you could just really engage with that and get someone who knows how to speak Samoan and just sit with them and be like what are they saying the whole time or another way I've been thinking of it to continue my Samoan language journey is you could translate some of your Instagram caption posts or if you write a post on Facebook or if you have a Twitter if you um, write a comment on Twitter you could then translate it into Samoan and so it could be really simple like 
um, a recent post that I posted was about Moinga Law, so lemongrass. It's a really nice lemongrass tea that I used to drink in Samoa. And so I replaced some of the words with Samoan words. So I replaced lemongrass with Moinga Law, and I replaced sugar with suka. And I think that'll be a really cool way to build up your um to build up your Samoan language. I, yeah, I'm definitely going to try that. So watch out for that. Our next question is: Has science been a viable career for you so far? So yes, in general, in terms of my self worth and understanding myself, yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. So coming into science, I didn't even think it was possible for me, um, Amy, Samoan scientist, a Samoan girl, to become a scientist, let alone go to university. So for me to undergo through so much study and so many exams and come out with a degree really proved to myself that I was wrong all along. Um, I am intelligent. I am smart. I can put in the hard work. And I'm a scientist. And I'm so happy that science has been able to unlock that within myself. And it's really empowering to understand how um, how successful you actually are and how your mind works in certain situations. So in science, you have to plan a lot of methods. And so I'm quite like a lot lists type of person and I like things to be done in this order in this particular way and by doing science I understand that I work well like that compared to some people who may not work work like that they may go about about it in a roundabout way which is fine which is fine because we're all different and we all think in different ways so definitely science has been viable for me in terms of my self-understanding in terms of science uh, in terms of financially I think yes for me personally uh, but but um, I have been very privileged and so grateful that my family support me 100% they put a roof over my head and they allow me to follow my passions even if that may mean uh, I am I can only work part-time or sometimes not even have a job for a month but I would say on the other hand if I was a single mom or even a mom with a partner or even possibly you know have no family connection or support it would be it would have been very difficult financially um, with so many student loans um and then top of that, having to work to pay for the student loans or having that pressure to get a scholarship. So really having that pressure to do well in my exams. And then afterwards, having to get a job immediately would have to be very, would have been very difficult. Not impossible, but it may have taken more time and um, just a bit more planning and readjusting of my life. On the other hand, um, when I moved to Samoa, again, that was actually great for my career because I got to really go back to where I'm from and see how science works in that area and that environment. And I had a, I'd done a bit of work in Auckland through my master's 
and I'd worked in the labs for a bit and I'd done some summer studentships at other research centres around Auckland and New Zealand. So I had some idea of what it was like and then to go to Samoa, uh, it was very different. And so seeing that different perspective of science in Samoa, that was so, I think that was such a great success for myself in science because I could um, have a comparison, see what I work well in, what environment I work well in, and how could I bring some of that Samoan working the um, sciencing the Samoan way? Like, how can I bring that to New Zealand into New Zealand labs over here, like our Samoan flair? So overall, yes, I think science has been a very viable career for me so far. If you're looking at it financially, maybe not, because you know, if you're if you've got a family, you got to feed them, right? And you need that money now. So it does take time, but for me, as um, as a young woman I, who has no um, really other people to look after, like children to look after, definitely viable overall our last question is what vision do you see our up-and-coming pacifica scientists achieving well overall that they feel comfortable to be themselves in the science industry that they can stand there as an indigenous person and um, have their opinions heard when they need to be in that room or in the table at the moment it's a bit skewed where there aren't many or if any of us in the science industry so those who are they're basically kind of hounded down on like how can we help you and we're like we don't know because it's i'm just one person <laughs> so what i really hope is that we improve that in the future by having more of us in the science industry and then having a just a a nice blend of conversation between indigenous and non-indigenous people so that we can help our communities. So Pacifica, Māori, um, indigenous communities. And so I guess that's not, that's not really a vision. It's, it's my hope because I can't really predict what's going to happen. But I definitely, I guess if you're asking for a vision, that would be that Māori and Pacifica are going to be in science. In New Zealand, they see that there is a lack of diversity, um, I think in all areas, but particularly science. There was a, a report last year released where about, I think it was about 2% of Pacifica women were recognised in government science organisations. And so the government says that that's not enough, that is not good. Um, we're putting our scholarships in place. We're really pushing the STEM subjects hard in high school. And I see it. I see it on Instagram. And um, I know Waitakere College just set up um, a health science group where students who want to get into science, they're specifically there and they go out to different um, hospitals and university visits. So I definitely see a lot more Māori and Pacifica scientists coming up, which is so exciting for us. That brings us to the end of our question and answers for this week. And I will see you next time. To a fast week for it.
Thank you so much for listening to the Salmon Scientist podcast. If you have any more questions or comments, just message me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And please ask me questions. I'm here to help. Thank you.